Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced. It's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. Welcome to episode 157 of Star Wars and Scotch, and we are here to kick off the new year. It's Tim, it's Happy Gavin, new year. and it's 2024. Mm-hmm. Did you make it to New Year's? No. Me neither. No, uh, I had Tarkov. I had Tarkov drops on New Year's Day at six a.m. So, so you were in bed by like nine. Um, nine thirty. Yeah. I yep. think, and then and then fireworks woke me up at eleven thirty, and I was pissed. I think I was awake, and but I was in bed already, um, snuggling my puppy because he was not having a good good evening. No, Lando was freaked out. Poor Lando. Um. So yeah, Happy New Year, twenty twenty four. Happy New Year. It's a new year, new Star Wars. If you haven't checked it out, two videos I recommend for all you Star Wars fans. Our buddy Alex put out a 2023 Star Wars and a 2024 What to Expect Star Wars video. Go watch them. They're really good. Um, I have an hour left in, um, what the hell is the book called? Shit. It's been two <laughs> weeks since I've listened to it. Hold on. I got it. I got um, it. It's called... Star Wars, The Eye of Darkness. That's the one. I have an hour left. My wife did not bring her headphones on our road trip to Georgia, so I couldn't listen to it in the car because she cannot handle uh, audiobooks. It's not just Star Wars. It's just audiobooks. She doesn't like audiobooks. Um, Ones that she has no investment in, at least. So um, I have an hour left, and I will hopefully finish that this week. Um, Nice. But we have a few things to talk about. Smile. And uh, uh, (laughs) I got that tweet, Tim, at like, what, 10 p.m.? And I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, <laughs> I just giggled to myself. Danielle's holding like, it in. You told me to hold it in. Hold so it I'm in. Holding it in. I will. I will unleash your rage and fury all at one at one shot. Um, shit all over this. All over it. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, but before we go any further, it is a new year, and it is the year of GCX. I'm wearing the hoodie and everything. The hoodie made by Lab Seventy Seven, might I add. Um, but uh, GCX is this year. 2024 august thank god it's this year august next year 16th and 17th uh at the rose and shingle uh, creek in orlando florida if you'd like to hang out with tim and i feel free to purchase your tickets at gcxevent.com the announcements will come now we will start uh, a slow roll of announcements leading into a, a much more announcements in the spring but things will start happening you'll see the hotel rooms pop up uh, probably the next month or two um that's a hotel thing, by the way. It has nothing to do with us. We just wait for them to give us the green light to sell the hotel rooms. Um, and if you're a Premier Pass holder, you get access to those rooms first. So if there's a certain type of room you want or you just want to make sure you get yours because the hotel did sell out last year, mm-hmm. um, make sure you get your Premier Pass. Make sure you get your um, hotel rooms all booked. But it's GCXevent.com. Please don't message Kevin the day before the event going, can I still get a hotel room? Or the day of last year. Oh, is that what it was? It was the day of. It wasn't the day before. Oh, it was both. But it was yeah. impressive that people were showing up and not having a place to stay. 
Like, mm. I'm sorry, you'll have to take your manger <laughs> and your baby Jesus somewhere else. There's no room at this inn. There's no room at the inn. IGTXEvent.com. Uh, um, what else we got going on here? Clink's Ghost Coffee. That's what Tim and I are drinking this morning. Hi. That's true. I'm drinking our Christmas blend still, and it's delicious. That's actually what I'm living off of as well, because I'm down in my last bag. I know. It's going to go away very soon. We're going to go into winter wave. Winter's wave is, like, winter waves is okay, but... Man, Christmas blend is just so good. Like, I got a nice just note of cocoa when I first started sipping on this guy. And, mm. oh, so good. Mm. So, kingscoastcoffee.com. Um, <clears throat> did we sell out of cocoa over the... We were close. I didn't even check the stock because I've been off from work. But cocoa is gone. Uh, nope, still there. I don't know how many units are left, but it's not a lot. I'll tell you that much. So if you want the cocoa, you always ask for it after New Year's. It is sitting there on the website right now. Get it. So if you'd like to warm your household up. I was enjoying some in front of the lake in Georgia uh, with the nice. kids. So delicious King's Coast coffee. There's also the Darkness 429 blend. You can get Coalition, Dr. Lupo's, Deepwater, Dawn Patrol. You name it, you get it. Kingscoastcoffee.com. Tis true. Anything going on at lab? Or we're still yeah. in a holding pattern? I mean, like we're doing stuff, but it's nothing that people need to worry about. <clears throat> is the Evergreen collection up? Evergreen's still up. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of it being Evergreen, Kevin, is that it's always there. Shop.lab77.co. Uh, go check out what's going on over there. And I know I know in a few months there's definitely a drop coming, but I know there's one before that as well. So keep your ears peeled, your eyes, wait, your ears to the ground. Peel, I don't know, whatever it is. Just make sure you're paying attention to Lab77 and Tim's socials, my socials, their socials. Doesn't matter. You can uh, you can check them all out, and we'll let you know when stuff's dropping. Because yep, lab77.co or shop.lab77.co. Um, all works. There's not a ton of Star Wars stuff going on in the universe. We did get uh, I don't know if it's confirmation or whatever, but Charmino Bejshanoi, who's uh, doing Acolyte, is going to be in this Ray movie, which is weird because her comment was that Ray is going to be the lead in the movie. But when we talked to Daisy Ridley, Daisy Ridley said that she is not the lead in the movie. So now I'm confused. Hmm. Is she the lead in the movie? Or is she not the lead in the movie? I don't know. I think I don't know. We've already talked about this. I I don't I don't want this. Yeah, no, I know. Just I don't I'm ready. I'm ready for something else. And the way like where we left Daisy or where we leave with Ray, like it felt like there was closure. It felt good. Like I don't know. Well, I just I hope we I just I don't know. Especially after coming coming out of the fucking Snyder movie like I just I, I don't know I just like do, why do we have to reinvent the wheel again has it ruined all space uh, magic no for it you? hasn't ruined space magic for me it's just like why do we keep on trying to reinvent the wheel and like that's all that episode seven through nine was for me it was just rehashing of content with a with slight variations in in storytelling and so it just nothing felt unique and I've I've just I've enjoyed the shows more than anything else lately and so I just I don't it's going to have to be a really captivating two hours to really lock me in because I, I'd much rather watch a 45-minute to an hour show every week than try to get a condensed Star Wars story in two hours. I, just, I, don't think, I, just, I don't think you can tell enough of a story in two hours to make it compelling where you can work with a Disney Plus show and have eight weeks. You can have eight hours of storytelling. That's how I feel about it. I, I'd much rather get more Star Wars shows than a Star Wars movie. There you have it. Unless it's going to be like what Dave Filoni's doing is you build up a sh- you build up to a movie with shows, so you get a climax in a in a cinematic, like an even more cinematic lens than you would on Disney Plus. That I think is fine. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to know what what other she did. Um... She we'll have did. to see what Acolyte looks like once Acolyte comes out and we see how she treats the IP and kind of leads the story. Then I think we'll have an understanding of what the movie's going to be like. Because everyone everyone pretty much has like their their signature when it comes to how they produce this stuff. We've noticed that with like with Mando and with Ahsoka, you know, depending on who's directing it, I know that I'm going to like it or not like it. Yeah, I mean, most of the times, most of the times. When I look at her resume, 
I don't really know a lot of what she's done outside of Miss Marvel. And I personally did not enjoy Miss Marvel. The show? Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. It didn't it didn't Kamala Kamala's story is I think is is a rough one to really like. I don't think it's meant for for us. No, it's not not whatsoever. Kamala's no. Kamala's story is 100% a a child hero. I didn't um I, I will say this though with Kamala's story is in the video game the latest Avengers game, Kamala's story was phenomenal. So good. But it had an adult tone to it. Yeah, so I, I mean, I can connect with it. It's I just, just don't think the video game, I don't think the show delivered. No, I don't think so either, which, you know, kind of makes me worried um, about where we're whole Avengers storyline with her was so good. And her dad? Oh my God, I love her dad. Wait, she's not doing... Acolyte, I messed that up. She's only doing Jedi New Jedi Order is what the current working title is. Oh, Acolyte. well then, then it's not Acolyte. And no. I have no, then I can't trust this person. Yeah, it's um, Leslie had uh, Leslie Headland is the one doing Acolyte. I confused them. Um, it's uh, New Jedi Order is the working title for what we're uh, working with, and Daisy Ridley is the only credited person besides Charmino Bechinoy and Stephen Knight, which I would think we went over Stephen's credentials when we talked about this um nothing that i was really familiar with but the one that stood out for that a lot of people might be excited by is he was the writer on peaky blinders on netflix uh, yeah, 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 which is uh, i've only watched two seasons of it uh, which was a great show i saw serenity and got excited but it's not that serenity so um oh, damn it yeah it's some movie with matthew mcconaughey that i've never heard of love serenity the dragonfly, like the, uh, uh, I'm brain farting. Uh, firefly. Firefly. No, the dragonfly. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, uh, wrong bug. No, that, I mean, those, I, I've only, I've never read any of them, but, um, watched the movie and the TV show, and it's just some of the best sci fi. It's a shame. Mm -hmm. You know, we only got one season. I know. Um, that's a problem I have is like, how do all these good shows get like a season, and then we get bad shows to get like eight seasons? It doesn't make any sense. Um, people, because the the sheeple don't know what they like. Like I'm watching uh, Wheel of Time. Well, I, I finished I finished season two on Amazon Prime, mm -hmm. and our friend George um, yep. is a huge Wheel of Time fan from the books. I've never read mm -hmm. any of the books. I love the book. So I, I'm just along for the ride because I don't really know what's happening. And he's saying, you know, it's good. It's not great. It's better than what Rings of Power would be to a Lord of the Rings fan. Oof, but if, Rings of Power is rough. Even for someone who doesn't know all the Lord of the Rings stuff. It was just bad writing and a whole host of other things. But um, he was saying that it is a crunched, condensed timeline because, you know, just like Lord of the Rings, you can't really tell a story over 10,000 years um, in a TV show. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So uh, it has to be told a different way. So, uh, again, I'm enjoying it, but I'm someone from the outside looking in. I, I have no prior knowledge, uh, and it's fun. It's not my favorite fantasy epic ever, but... It, it's fun. Yeah. So, um, I, again, I don't know what to expect from a lot of this stuff uh, that we're, is on the horizon. You know, the other one that's a big question mark for me is Skeleton Crew. I'm just like, I don't know what to expect. I'm not the biggest Jude Law fan either. So, sure. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, only other bit of news for Star Wars that came out. Well, there is two pieces. Adam Driver confirmed that he's never coming back to Star Wars, which we've heard before. Saw that yesterday. Is never never in this situation because we've heard. Yeah, he got lied to. He doesn't like he, he what he was sold as the Kylo Ren story, and what he acted com two completely different things from what he said. He said what they told me. He was like Kylo wasn't supposed to have this redemption arc. He wasn't supposed. He was supposed to be like this really bad guy. Like he's supposed to be like this villain. And like the whole redemption arc in three in nine, he didn't like he never okayed that. Like they never like ran it by him or like anything. Um, so yeah, I think he's done with Star Wars. I don't think he wants to be a part of that IP anymore because he doesn't feel like he was treated correctly. He was probably promised a lot, and he was probably promised the Darth Vader role, and he didn't get it. But even Darth Vader like, had the redemption arc. Yeah, but but still, Darth Vader, Darth Vader, not Anakin. Darth Vader is a very, very scary individual in Star Wars. Kylo Ren is a crybaby. He is a big crybaby. 
and they gave him they gave him the Anakin prequel treatment. They 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 turned him into this 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 crybaby in episode seven, and then like the awkward shirt off scene in eight. Um, and he's like, where you like this whole like trying to turn Ray, and then he turns into like even like and he kills his mom and then he's like conflicted like it was just he was all over the place like there was no consistency with kylo ren because we're dealing with two individuals there was no like it was kylo ren and ben solo the entire time whereas it was when it was more so ben solo than anything else it was like this whole the whole thing was trying to get kylo to ben and not just continue to build on kylo ren as being like this big bad guy who we get to like see like we get we get the the closure on nine. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that closure of Kylo Ren because Ky- I mean like Kylo Ren's transformation happens so fast. It just like immediately boop. He get he sees a force ghost of of Han Solo and then he's good. I don't know. I I think he got shit on. I think Kylo Ren is a meme at this point. Like, Here's just, my point. Regardless of that and everything you just said. One thing I've learned is never say never. Um, I mean, uh, new people I, take over. I think Adam Driver is a driver. Driver. I think Adam Driver is listening. To, I've listened to his TED talks on acting. Um, I've learned about his background of being in the military. Yes. I I think he is a very different type of actor. I think he has a specific role, or he has specific types of roles that he likes to play um looking at like other roles that he has done i don't think kylo ren is the character for adam driver i think i think if they were ever to bring kylo ren back it needs to be someone else well and there's nothing wrong with that i just think they picked the wrong person the only reason he would come back at this point is as a force ghost yes um Adam Driver's also the best guest that SNL has had in probably 10 years. Every time he's on. Fantastic. He has the best skits. Um, Uh, He's an amazing actor. He really is. It's just Kylo Ren just got terrible treatment. I like Adam. I think he's great. I believe it was before Star Wars, but he was on a show my wife watched, which I hated, called Girls. It was on HBO. It was Uh about a bunch of, you know, hipster girls living in Brooklyn. Uh And he played one of the boyfriends. And I remember sitting there when she was like, oh, that's the guy that's going to be in Star Wars, watching him and going like, well, he's a good actor amongst this sea of horrendous bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I really admired him. And then, you know, watching his career, um, we almost watched, is it 65, the dinosaur movie with him? Where it's like the past, he's like the spaceship. It just hit Netflix. We almost watched it like two nights ago. Um. I, my point being is this as as and I'll use wrestling because it's the easiest low hanging fruit for me when it when it comes to comebacks is you had remember Bret Hart he got screwed by by Vince oh. McMahon out of yes. the title that whole thing he mm-hmm. came back he made amends you got CM Punk who just showed up again a few weeks ago that guy sued WWE and still managed the Rock to come just back showed up again. Well, Rock comes in and out. He's still buddy buddy with them. Yeah, but I think like I feel like all the old timers are coming back because Vince is gone. Oh yeah, Vince. Well, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, but it <laughs> <laughs> also helps that their buddy is in charge. Yeah, you know, um, Triple H. But um, point is, you know, fences can be mended. Things can change. I'm sure Adam worked with a bunch of different people that are work, worked on those movies than who will be there in the next five, ten, twenty years, whatever it may be. So. And if he did come back, like I said, it would be as a force ghost or a flashback. It, we're not talking about a starring role. So nope. to keep continuity, if they threw enough money at him to go work for, you know, filming a few scenes, I don't think it's out of the question. That's my point. Yeah, I, I think I think currently right now in this moment in time, it's probably still it's probably still a sore subject. Of course. Um, you know, it might it might take a little bit of time for it to. Uh, John Boyega said the heal. same thing. And now he said he's open to coming back. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's just going to take time. And keep in mind, John Boyega got got it way worse than Adam Driver did. A because he's black, which was absolutely mm-hmm. and utterly ridiculous. Yep. Um, and B because um, he, uh, you know, people didn't like the way his character was written. And I agree with those people, but that's not John Boyega's fault. Yep. Just like it wasn't Ahmed Best's fault. You know. Mm-hmm. By the way, Ahmed Best did get a standing ovation at Celebration that somehow I missed. So someone responded to it. 
Um, Because, you know, when we watch Celebration, it gets to the parts that you and I really are like, nah, I'm not going to watch this. Happened during one of those. I watched it. Somehow it never made it on my feed. So thank you, person who pointed that out. Uh, And it made me very happy to see. Um, But yeah, he could come back. That's my point. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're officially done with Star Wars, but, you know, you can come back. Even Daisy Ridley said she had, she was messed up from her experience with Star Wars for a while. Um, So money talks. And if Adam Driver is the type of actor that we think he is, where he really doesn't care about the money at this point, he just wants to play certain roles and he wants to, you know, be a certain type of character, I'm sure there's a way they can work with him to make sure that he's being, he's getting his edification that he wants and and what he wants out of it. And, you know, the franchise gets what it needs. So, yeah, I don't think it's the end. I think he's, it's raw and he's probably still upset about it, but I don't think it's the end. And I'm sure when you go in and you sign up for a role, like you said, the Darth Vader-esque role, and then you see how it's written and played back, yeah, you're going to be yeah. a consummate professional and finish your contract with them, but at the same time, sure. you're not going to like it. Yeah, you also don't want to piss off the mouse too much. Look at look at David Ayers with Suicide Squad. Once I watched that interview with him, oh my God, mm-hmm. I felt so bad for him that he has 45 minutes of footage that is not in that movie and the movie was cut and edited in a way that he did not want it cut and edited, but the executive said, like, no, this is what we want. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so point being, anything can change, anything can happen in the future. We'll see where this all leads. But I honestly, I don't blame him at the end of the day. Like, nope. I don't, I really don't. Um, well, one more piece of news before we hop into the meat of today's conversation, and that is Star Wars Outlaws. Um, there was a press release mm-hmm. on uh, from Ubisoft, and it said Star Wars Outlaws coming late 2024. Wait. They amended the press release to say 2024. Oh. Huh. I wonder if that means we'll get like a, a summer release. Which is interesting, right? It is very interesting. So the original press release was 2024 or late 2024. Now it's just 2024. What does that mean? Don't know. No one really. Mm. Um, Ubisoft said to Kotaku, the timing was incorrect and has been and since been amended. That's according according to Game Informer. Owner, I wonder if that means we're just going to get like a summer release that would be when is nice. the next okay so it's january it's january what's the next big what's the next big reveal event coming up uh, what's happening in star wars land where we could potentially tie the release date of that video game in with something else um the things that are coming this year is star wars hunters lol that's um, never gonna come out new episodes of young jedi adventures um, more High Republic novels and comics, Darth Vader comics, new Bounty Hunter comics, Skeleton Crew, Dark Forces Remastered, Tales of the Jedi Season 2, Outlaws is on the list, uh, final season of Bad Batch, Acolyte, that's it. When does Acolyte come out? Acolyte is Summer. An interesting time to release, like right before. Nope, just says 2024 still. Doesn't have a release. When is hmm. the Fox? When do they do the meetings? I know D20 oh, is the shareholder. When's oh, when's the shareholder? What's when's when's Ubisoft shareholder meeting? Um, Disney has not scheduled theirs for 2024. No, but Ubisoft. I'm going to Ubisoft now. Ubisoft. They have not updated theirs. They just have September was their last one, so they're probably due for one in the next two or three months. Depending on how often they meet, my assumption would be every six months. I wonder if they would I wonder if they would give any hints. Usually that's when we would get a hint is during the shareholder meeting. Their annual general meeting was in July of last year. Yeah, 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 I would assume we'd get... No, it was in July two years ago. It was in September. They only meet once a year, so we may not get that till later this year. Huh. I found the schedule. 
I don't know. D Disney does the, um, they have the shareholder release meeting though, where they release everything. That's when all the Fox stuff, everything gets, you know, updates yeah. on new contracts and stuff. So it could be then, um, there could be, uh, when did Ubisoft do their, did they do a showcase last year at all? I remember them doing one where they showed Outlaws, but that was towards yeah. the end of the year. No, but they definitely didn't they show it during during UV play or you play you play or whatever the heck they call it. I think so, and that was over the I'm summer. Looking, Let's see, um, Star Wars Outlaws. Let's see, when was when were all these written? Oh, these are all. I don't know. Oh, well. All right. Well, nothing has release dates. That's the problem. So it's really yeah, hard it's to speculate. Super, it's super weird. Yeah. Nothing has release dates, which is pretty interesting. Um, oh, well. Well, <laughs> Dude, it, I, I, I get a video that says Star Wars Outlaws has a huge open world gameplay problem to solve. It's like, how do you know that? <laughs> how can you? How can you make that assumption? Click bait articles. God, I just... Mm. Um, well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment, and we're going to unleash the fury of Darkness 429. Not Tim. You're getting the character, not the person for this one, so I'm preparing you. We'll be back in just a minute. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back. Hey. With Darkness429, not Tim. <laughs> Still me. <laughs> Don't worry, it's Tim. Um... I'm going to let you go first because what a shit show of a movie. You need like, to get this out. Like, how, okay. Did Zack Snyder just, did he, did he just copy everyone's movies? Like we went from, we opened up literally with star Wars. At some point we were in avatar. Oh my Warhammer. God. Oh, there was Warhammer. There's fucking space Nazis. Like they're not even like, didn't even try to change it. it they're literally just Nazis. And the, the head admiral likes to fuck tentacle monsters. Like what is going on in this movie? I just don't understand visually, not even impressive. There was moments where it was like, man, that looks really good. And then they would cut to a person up against a green screen. You're like, that looks like ass. Um, like visually, I don't think there was enough. Like it, it's like it, I, I don't understand why they thought like anyone thinks that a shallow depth of field that makes your entire screen blurry and then also put a warp effect on it. How is that art? That just makes my eyes hurt and it makes me nauseous. That was the that was one of my biggest complaints in the hour that I spent watching this movie. I didn't even finish it. Didn't even finish this thing. In the time that we were there, we open up with the the mother world and we learn about the slain king and like all that stuff. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Warhammer-esque. Like, all right, neat. And then we learn about the out like 
the rebels that are out in the outer the outer reaches of space, the outer rim. The rebellion is starting. The whispers of the rebellion is happening, and then we end up on space. We we go to space Norway, and there's Vikings there. Uh, they have long houses. They have beards. They like to fuck. Um, they they're farmers. They don't have any technology because they they believe in the spirit the spiritual connection to the land. Okay, neat. Um, and then and then space Nazis show up and they're like, we're hungry. We need to eat. You guys don't have you guys don't have any any type of futuristic materials or or components or machines or anything that can make you food. You have to go to some backwater desolate planet and ask them for grain. Like they just showed up just to show up. Like there there was no rhyme or reason for them to be there. Um, I thought the I don't even remember her name the the main hero. Um, like I didn't find anything interesting about her until she like until the first big action scene and spoilers again sorry if you haven't watched it yet i'm saving you time um she she opens up with this like massive like killing spree she she kills a bunch of people and like then i kind of like i was like oh that's neat i want to know i want to know more about her but then it's like it felt like i was watching um have you ever read the dark tower series kevin never read it i saw the shitty movie that movie was shit so that's why i didn't even bring it up but roland deshane the main character, mm-hmm. he is a gunslinger. Yep. But he's a gunslinger in a world where it's like Western meets King Arthur. So like they're knights, but they're gunslingers instead of people in armor with 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 swords. And like that's the vibe that I was like, I just like she's a Jedi gunslinger. So it's just like that that even that to me wasn't like interesting. <laughs> Um, vis- visually, the gun the gunfights were cool. I loved watching the plasma like hit the wall and like melt down. Um, like I don't, but I also don't understand why did everything have to be in slow motion? Why did everything have to be slowed down? So I have to get what took 30 seconds took five minutes to get through. That's Um, Zack Snyder. And the problem with that is, is it's dated at this point. And it's the meme that there's two, I have two feelings on that. One, you're right. It happened way too much. And two, if you're going into a Zack Snyder movie, you got to know what's going to happen. But Zack needs to understand, like, you can't do this for 30 years and expect us to. It was cool when I saw Sucker Punch back in whenever that came out when I was younger. It looked like Fight Club. Like, I mean, like, that was like the first time we ever saw, like, slow down, like, fast FPS, like, someone getting punched and you watch, like, spit in their jaw, like, and all that stuff. Like, that was cool. My problem is uh, we haven't grown from. Su- when did Sucker Punch come out? Now, you've seen Sucker Punch, right? Probably. The movie with the, um, the hero, the, yeah, with the kids, right? With the hot girls. Yes. Yeah, that movie. So, where they're the heroes in the fantasy dream world thing with all the craziness. Yes, I have yeah. seen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very uh, steampunky. Love that movie. It's it's yep. such a good movie. The problem is, is I see no growth as a filmmaker from 2011 to 2023 in Rebel Moon. That's my issue. Everything you said is 100 percent true. I can um, keep going. It, we will keep going. I like you said, there's there's lots of borrowed elements, but they're not borrowed well. No, like, OK, so here's an example of when we get to uh, Dances with Wolves, Fern Gully, um, Avatar part, yep. when they go to the Western scene, when, they, when we go to the, the, the ranch and she's collecting the, the gang, she's getting all of her friends together to go fight the big bad guy. And we get to the guy who's a Native American. I felt like I was in Dances with Wolves, like I just or Avatar, like that felt that moment of him getting on the hippogriff because that totally looked like Buckbeak from Harry Potter. Um, also, he, he bowed he, to it. He bowed to. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's a fucking hippogriff. It's a hippogriff slash banshee because that's what happened in Avatar too. They had to make the Zahalu and the the bond between the rider and the banshee, and that's what was that that entire thing was supposed to be like the breaking of like a like, like in in the Western sense that would have been trying to tame a black stallion you know a mustang a black mustang you would they're they're wild they're they're aggressive they they're they're a very intense animal and that that entire thing was like it was wasteful it was wasteful of my time i love the whole part of like let's show them that we're more than our bonds and things like that i was like that was really cool i love that entire part where he was speaking in like his native tongue to the thing like again very dances with wolves i would assume that would be like like uh, 
you know, like an Indian dialect talking to a horse, you know, like his spirit brother, you know, like that kind of shit was cool. But again, at the same time, I've seen it before and it didn't make sense. It was so, it was a roller coaster. Like it was, it was a car accident. I was like going and I was like, all right, okay, we're going along. And then bam, I hit a wall and I was like, holy shit, what just happened? And then, and then he's riding the hippogriff and he like, and, and he's, they're having like this whole moment of like battling each other and then they're best friends. And then he leaves it. And, ki- and then it, it gets revenge on the on the the stupid prospector or whoever whatever he was. And then we and then we left it. What was the whole point? So lost. Story. The story was written in a way like I was supposed to know the universe already. That's it how it felt. Nothing was explained. And it wasn't a good. It wasn't good writing. There were so many parts. I was like, oh my god, that was delivered terribly, or that's just bad writing, or that felt lazy. Sex, sex being used as a. Let's make this edgy. Yeah, like it wasn't they weren't even using sex to drive a a, a point. They they weren't trying to push the story in any direction. There was just sex for sex, like the whole rape scene or they were trying to get like they were going to rape this girl. Like that made me uncomfortable. I didn't like that. And it didn't make you Um, uncomfortable in a way like in Game of Thrones where there was justice served. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones did it. And we're talking earlier Game of Thrones did it very well because um, what's his name? When when who's the crazy son who takes over Winterfell? Yeah. yeah, yeah. With the wolves. Um, Um, uh, Shit. Him. When he rapes Sansa. Uh huh. That's one of the most uncomfortable things you will ever watch in the Extremely history. Extremely uncomfortable. And they don't even something. show it. They pan to the credits. Mm-hmm. And then some, but something good happens with that. And it's just like, like it came, like it, it, it turned her into the person that she, that she became. And um, we also get, you know, your sweet justice is the revenge at, at the end of the, or the final season, even though it's not the best ending of the show. His yeah. death was mm-hmm. one of the the most justified, I would say next to Joffrey, they had the yeah. two like, like, yes, that felt, but they also made you wait for it. You didn't get yep. it immediately. You had to suffer through it along with the character to get to the character development that Tim's talking about right now, and then you got your justice. In this situation, it was a dumbass plot device that was over like that. Also, her gun Jedi thing that you said, um, Cora is her name, by the way, um, have you ever seen Equilibrium with Tay Diggs and Christian Bale? God, that sounds familiar. It's like a 21-year-old movie. They have the thing called Gun Kata where they're like, it's a gun style of like ninja shooting type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies, to be honest. Um, post-apocalyptic. Oh, I've seen this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's kind of Neo-esque in a way. Hi. <laughs> There's your gun situation that you're describing. So yeah. again, borrowed elements. Not really good homages, like you said, because even if the hippogriff scene was a, was an homage to Harry Potter, it wasn't done well. It's done like shit. Like, I, just nothing. It like you said, good. you mentioned the one planet was Bespin. You couldn't be more right. Oh, my God. The cold. Okay, so after after we get we get our, our sidekick, uh, uh, Beast, Beastmaster, um, we end up going to a cobalt mining planet. I was like, all right, let's see what happens. Immediately, the first thing I notice is the color grading. The color grading that they use for the skybox is the same color grading as Bespin. Immediately, that orange pink color, because of it being because it's a mining planet and like the air is being like polluted and like all that stuff. Like, okay, but I've seen this before. Like, it was Im- immediately Bespin. That is the moment I turned it off. I said, "That's Bespin. Fuck this." I turned it off. Amy was sitting right next to me. And you didn't even you didn't even see that part. There's like a whole spider person thing which was native to the planet because they were mining there. They're, it's this whole thing. That's when you meet Nemesis. Nemesis is the one with the Ronin hat. Um, and she's the one who has the, I'm using air quotes, lightsabers. So you would have just gotten more angry in the next 10 minutes. Um, my, my biggest issue with the, so you didn't meet, you didn't even meet General Titus then, did you? No, I, that was they went to that planet to find him. Her? No, they find Nemesis, them. and then the next planet's like the Roman gladiatorial planet. Oh, okay, then yeah, I didn't and that's that where you meet General Titus. Um, I got uh, to the part where they went to the they went to the Japanese Western planet, which again, okay, so that part when the bounty hunter droid like grabbed the guy, sick. That was really neat. But 
everything. That entire scene, it was Western with Japanese thrown on top of it. Like, you couldn't copy Star Wars anymore than you could in that very moment. They walk into this fucking bar, and it's literally, I said, oh, we're going to go find Han Solo now. We found Han Solo. Can I give you literally, the spoiler, though? The guy, the guy in the fucking bar is the pilot. Do you want the spoiler, though? The guy who shoots the alien who wanted to who wanted to boink her her friend Kai, which again another awkward scene where he walks up, just grabs him by the junk, and goes, "I could like I'll make you beg for more." Like that was awkward. It was just weird. Anyways, um, you walk into the saloon, you know it's going to be a shootout, but that's the exact same. It was the exact same feeling of when Luke and 3PO and Obi-Wan and R2-D2 walk into the bar at Mos Eisley. It was the exact same setup. The shots were close. <laughs> like when they walk in through the door, the like the shot was almost one for one. The 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 people at the bar, like she has that encounter with the dude who wants to 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 have sex with her friend. Like I thought she was going to cut his arm off. That's what I was waiting for because it was literally the exact same setup of like, my friend says he doesn't like you. I don't like you either. You know, like that was the same setup. It was like Zack Snyder just watched back all of Star Wars and was like, I like that. No, That's he nice. wrote a Star like Wars that. movie. This is the I like problem. this. He wrote no, but, the pro but, but the problem is, Kevin, again, it, okay, sure. It's a Star Wars movie, but nothing about this felt unique it literally was i'm going to take star wars i'm going to compress it into this thing and i'm going to give it a new 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 paint coat and that's it i just i don't understand how he could feel good about what he created when it literally feels like he copied someone's homework uh um, nothing just nothing about that feels great the 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 bad guys felt like you took the Empire. Oh, the space just, Nazis? But you just made them the Astra Militarum from 40K. Yes. That's it. That's all they did. Um, and, and here, and, and kind of to bring this home and, and wrap it up, it was, it was, again, they used the video game formula that Tim and I described from, from Star Wars in the past, like for Mandalorian. Gather a party, go forth, complete mission. Can I give mm -hmm. Seneca... I can say spoilers, right? You don't care at this point? I don't give a shit. I'm not going to watch it. So... So Kai ends up being the bad guy um, who sells them out to the to the what are they the mother world is that what it's called Kai the guy from the Viking planet Han, Han Solo oh the flyer the, yeah. the, oh oh that's the gif where he is is that gif is that from the ending yeah where he's blowing the kiss he's blowing the where kiss he's blowing at the Korra. kiss because those droids that you like that grab people and hold them and yeah they're sick. Yeah, that, that's that's what they're all stuck in at the end. But essentially, oh. you know, we gather this party. One of them's the traitor. You know, you meet the blood axes. The blood axes actually looked really cool. I'll give them that. Um, and again, there's elements throughout the show that I was like, that looks cool. That is. But a lot of what you said, I can tell that's a green screen. I can tell that's a volume. Um, you know, that. But it didn't even like try this. to hide it. There was no smoke and mirror in trying to make it look better. And that was another thing that really pissed me off is that whenever they put a person inside their their 3d generated world there was no sense of care to try to blend them in the back back to the hippogriff scene every time they shot to the actor it looked like ass you could tell that that, that you could tell that the background behind him was generated yeah no i i, I noticed that a lot and it, you so know, again, frustrating Again, this is what I mentioned with the growth with Sucker Punch. In 2011, that was acceptable because of where we were at with technology. Am I wrong? Like that I mean, was like that. Yeah, that, that was, was okay that was in 2011. That was yes, that was the benchmark. It's been raised since then, and it doesn't look like Zack Snyder wants to go with the, like keep up with the times. So, do you did you watch Bright when it was on Netflix, the Will Smith cop fantasy movie? Yes, yes, I did. I felt the same exact way, but I actually almost felt. Bright did a better job. Bright, I like Bright. I thought it was okay. I, I really wish there was closure. Bright was a Bright was in a universe I was excited because they were like, we're going to franchise this. We're going to make this a thing. Modern day Lord of the Rings, essentially, right? That's what they were trying to make it. Yeah. And the movie was bad. The writing was bad. The acting was not great. 
But there was Will a core Smith playing Will Smith. There was a core element in that where there was a universe you could build on because it was such an interesting concept. Yeah, the whole like modern day Fae stuff. Very yeah, cool. It was essentially Lord of the Rings, but in our world. That's what mm -hmm. it was. And bringing back the Dark Lord. Hi, Sauron. You know, things like that. But this didn't even do that for me. Like, I will watch part two yeah. once just to just to keep the story going. This is not a movie I'm going to go back to over and over again. It's not like Star Wars. I'm watching Lord of the Rings again with Danielle for probably the 150th time. Um, we started during the holidays. You know, I'm in the middle of the Hobbit series. And, and I can accept bad movies in a franchise. I do it with Attack of the Clones. I do it with Phantom Menace. Um, I can accept it with Lord of the Rings. I've done it with Rings of Power. I've done it with some of the parts in the Hobbit movies. I can accept that. This is a horrendous start to what could have been an excellent new franchise. And like Tim keeps saying over and over again, the common theme is it's trying too hard to not be Star Wars while mimicking everything about Star Wars, taking from Warhammer. There was some Dune in there. I mean, mm -hmm. we could go on and on. I mentioned Equilibrium. Um, and it's 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 Zack Snyder not adapting. That's my and I'm biggest okay. Complaint. I'm okay. Like I, I'm totally fine with someone taking an IP and running with it and trying to make it better. I think... I think competition is very healthy, especially for an IP like Star Wars, where it's been around for such a long period of time. Um, they're just like it, it. It needs competition. I think that's fine. The problem is, is when it 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 feels like you just watch someone copy somebody else's stuff. There's nothing unique about this where it was like, damn, that was really cool. I never got grabbed in, into the world. I really never was ushered in and you know again it felt like i was already supposed to know what the hell was going on and that was probably the most alarming part for me it was like i don't know this universe yet and the, everything was rushed everything felt like it needed to be stretched out more if there was a story to tell there and you know i think that's also why the sexual overtones that you keep mentioning and some of the other quote-unquote edgy stuff they did um keep popping up because there's no character development to get you to a point where that is okay and that's acceptable or you know you don't know anything about this gunner guy. You think he has a crush on Cora, but what if he is gay and he wants to, you know, go upstairs and have a romp romp with scarred face guy? Who knows? I don't know this. I don't know this character. I haven't been introduced to him. There's no background. There's no backstory. That was like in like the Admiral when you when you when you cut to him in his chambers and he's doing like he's vape penning, but he's doing it in his side. I was like, okay. And then they, you know, he's naked. And then you see the tentacles in the back and then it's just like it starts choking him and he's like, ooh. And it's just like like even that there was no there was no indicators leading up to that moment that we would find him in that state. There was nothing to prepare you. It was it was constant. It was it was constantly going back and forth and it was whiplash. I think that's the best way to explain the feeling of what I experienced when I played when I watched that. It was whiplash. It was it was just going from one thing, wham, right into the next without any lead up or or softening or anything that is what I would consider to be good storytelling of being able to transition from one thing to the next. Um, and to your point, Kevin, like we are supposed to know so much about these characters already. We know that the main character crash lands on that Viking planet at some point and is saved by that father figure. But there was not enough that was told about her. Like at some point that makes me feel like she is Superman. Yeah, she came. She came falling down in a pod. That holy shit! It is Superman. Oh my god! She crash lands in a pod. This guy, a farmer, finds her. He then he finds the gun in her pod and holds on to it, just like Cal, like just like Cal's um, the mom and dad. They take the they take the the one the 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 chip. They take the video of 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 uh, of his dad, of Superman's dad, and then gives it to him later when he's older. Oh my God! <laughs> he ripped Superman to this motherfucker. Well, he did direct Superman, so. Oh my God! Wait, no, he did. No, he did. That was Christopher he, Nolan, wasn't it? That was Nolan. Who did Man of Steel? Yeah, that was Christopher Nolan. He did just, Justice League. I'm so mad. Did he do Batman? I don't think Batman versus Superman was him. Oh, uh, my point. What a being, shitty movie. My point being is that we needed we needed so much more um, than what we got to really flesh this out. And it, and it just at that point, it just looks like 
It is Zack Snyder on Batman vs Superman. Man, I hated that movie too. Um, that was a terrible movie. That was a horrible movie. Everyone was named Lois in that movie. Um, or Mar what was it Mar Martha? 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 Martha was the not Lois. Martha. Um, it could have been something. I think they shit the bed. I don't think it's going to work out the way they anticipated. I think it's going to be another Netflix flop. Um, I think we'll get part two, and that'll probably be the end of it. They'll release a director's cut, and I don't think we'll see anything else from this universe. It really is unfortunate because I think when you peel back the onion, there is something there, but it's just too many borrowed elements from stuff that we know. Um, right. I will say this, like the end with Admiral Atticus, um, he, he gets killed, um, but the way they bring him back to life is so Warhammer, and I actually think you would have really liked that part. What, do they um, Necron him? No, they kind of so he gets he gets uh Korra kills him in in a fight on on um this planet. I forget the name of it. It, it looks like a it looks like the planet where um they encounter from uh Rebel 1 where they encounter um her father. It looked just like that planet. I forget the oh, name of it. Oh, oh, the rainy dark planet. No, not in the beginning. The one at the end where he's that's actually what I'm saying. Like impaired. where he's on where he's on the bridge and he 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 gets shot by the sniper. It reminded me. Yeah, it reminded me a lot yeah. of that planet. Um, yeah, it was really rocky and dark and rainy. So um, he gets killed, and then they take his they find his body in the in the wreckage and everything, mm -hmm. and they hook him up to all these tubes. Remember, he had those like little circles on him where he was. Yes. They hook up all these tubes up to him with red and 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 blue things, and they're like not shocking him but like bringing him back and the way they're dressed is very um like they look like psychics almost from warhammer 40k oh are these the artificers that were walking behind him when he walked into when they went to the similar the viking but, planet similar but not like that like very much in that vein but not those yeah. people they get killed too by the way um so they do that they hook him up and there's all this thing and he's being like they're like trying to bring him back and they're doing all these things and then they have to actually go into his brain and he has to go some sort of psychic link and meet with the um he's not the emperor whatever the guy is balsaris her dad mm -hmm. uh and they meet on this like psychic link planet ice thing with fish swimming that was pretty interesting um but again looked just like a green screen it was no definition or reality in, imparted to it and then uh... and then he's like brought back to life after that using this whole hookup i think you would have liked the visual of it um and that's that's kind of how they ended it. So sick. I'll watch part two, but again, this is a one-time shot for me. I was not impressed. Um, it's a shame because there's so many good actors in it too. Um, it's just I don't know. I was I, mm, I'm I I really yeah, wish that's, it's an hour I won't get back, and I'm sad. Yeah, Cyborg was one of the blood axes, by the way. Ray Fisher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was one of the blood axes. He was the leader. That's cool. Who also gets killed in it in the most Zack Snyder way you could possibly get killed. He they have this turret and it's shooting down on the platform. So he mm -hmm. grabs a spear, runs up this thing while he's getting shot, and does the classic Wonder Woman. But he misses the first time. That's the funny part. Gets shot by the guy and then stabs him while he's up there. So sick. It was very Zack Snyder. Uh yeah, I just I have a feeling Zack Snyder is losing his touch. That's my I, I'm I'm not a huge Zack Snyder hater. I, I really enjoyed. Like I said, I love Sucker Punch. It's one of my favorites. I know a lot of people don't like it and I don't really care. Um, I like the Justice League uh, Snyder cut. It's not mm -hmm. one of my favorites, but it definitely made it more enjoyable and made those characters come to life a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But this showed me that maybe he's just he's not there anymore just not i i i have no faith in the rebel moon ip for it, it there's nothing compelling about it they're gonna make books and and comics and video games and all that shit like maybe the writers will be better but it is not it is not starting out on a good foot that's for sure you would need other folks to come in and let zach be the dave filoni of the universe not making the shows mm -hmm. um or the movies that's the only way this works um and you know he's a control freak and that's not going to happen yeah so, in my opinion after part two it's dead in the water probably so. yeah i mean it got it got ripped to shreds online so like i don't think it has 
And I usually don't go by that because even one of my justifications for saying, hey, I might like this was the fact that Sucker Punch got ripped apart online, but the fan score is really high. Um, yeah, but it got ripped apart by by Star Wars fans, like people that I trust. My That's first- the thing is like, usually if, if a movie comes out and people that I uh, I go to for reviews on certain things that I have come to agree on and, I, and I'm like, oh, we're, we kind of have like the same mindset when it comes to, to movies and, and shows and stuff and they're shitting on it, I know I'm not going to have a good time. My first uh, red flag was the morning after it came out, Eric um, Bauschus. Yep. He was like, I tried. I really didn't like it. And I was like, oh, no. Me and him usually agree on this stuff. This is not good. And then I saw more people saying it. And I was like, mm. but then I, I waited a week after I got back from vacation. I said, all right, I'm going to go in this with zero expectations. Like, in my mind, it sucks going in. And usually you can find good things when you do that. Nope, couldn't do it. Couldn't find a single thing other than the gunfight in the barn. I couldn't find a single thing where I was like, that is cool. There was moments, but nothing that really stands out like to to a degree that I'm going to sit here and, and defend it or talk about it. It's just it is what it is. Yep. End of story. All right. That's going to do it for us. That's our there opinion on Rebel Moon. We will not be covering part two. You can watch it if you want, but. Uh, it dies with this episode on Star Wars and Scotch. It's unfortunate because I really thought we would maybe have a new IP to discuss. But yeah, we you were kind of pumped for it. And we were like, all right, well, you know, during our downtime, we'll talk about Rebel Moon. Well, we talked nope. about it, and that's all you're getting. We talked so. about it, and so I guess we're gonna be checking. We're gonna, you're gonna finish your book, and yeah. maybe we'll start working on the comic books because uh, they just dropped. They dropped two new comic books today. Which ones? Uh, Darth, there's a Darth Vader comic book, and then a High Republic with Marsh with uh, Markian on the front. With okay. the with the lightsaber, yeah. Let's talk off stream and or off stream off the podcast and uh, let's talk uh, off stream, Kevin. God, hi chat, uh, and we'll figure that out. Uh, but you all have a great one. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you head over to Tim's Twitch channel or YouTube channel. They're both Darkness Four Two Nine. You could also follow him on all his socials at Darkness Four Two Nine. He's playing Escape from Tarkov again. Let me repeat. He's playing Escape from Tarkov again. If you didn't know this, Tim is playing Escape from Tarkov. He likes it. He keeps tweeting it's about good, it. It's in a good place. I almost oh. m- crapped my pants when Lupa. I was on Twitter and Lupa's like, I'm going to say this, but Tarkov is in the best state it's ever been. I was like, what? And it really, I, it, it really I downloaded is. it because he said that. So, yeah, it's um, in a great place. Uh, Darkness 429 everywhere on the Internet streaming uh, most days. Seems like Sunday is pretty much your day off at this point. Sunday, right? Sunday, Saturday and Sunday still hold true to being the day off. Sometimes I'm on there, but most of the times I'm off. So like 9, 10 a.m. Eastern. On oh, Wednesdays, it's more like 10. Every other day, it's 9. Or yeah. S- or 6 if Kev- there's drops. If there's drops, yep. Um, so Darkness429, everyone on the internet. You and, you're, check- and you're streaming? And you're, are, you, are you still multi-streaming or are you just doing, you're just doing Twitch? YouTube and doing? Twitch. I'm still on YouTube. Right. Yep. There we go. Okay. I started Once Human yesterday, and I'm going nice. to do okay. it again. So right. if, you, if you are an addict like some of our friends when it comes to uh, Once Human, head on over to KMagic101 on Twitch and on YouTube and you can watch him build uh grind what what are you what are you doing in I'm once human honestly I'm not doing the quest I'm just building a base cuz it's fun gotcha so, so you're mine you're you're playing Minecraft right now essentially I'm playing adult Minecraft and I've built a very long house that everyone keeps making fun of cuz I didn't know when I first went to build it in the area that the terrain would be an issue so now we're working around uh, the terrain yes but I have really nice neighbors the guy on his motorcycle he drives by he beeps and waves to me as he's driving by it's, it's really fun so it's um, like you live in a little community it that's that's exactly what it feels like but to our left is like a base with a bunch of zombie dead things so it's just a very mm. interesting dynamic um, right. so yeah uh, and we're Star Wars and Scotch. You can follow us everywhere. Star Wars Scotch. Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you all for all the uh, kind words as we uh, left 2023 and head into 2024. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode. We'll be covering uh, Eye of Darkness. I will finish it. I will. I will. Even if I have to stay up late on Tuesday night, I will finish it. Uh, and uh, we will go from there with the comic books and whatever other Star Wars news comes our way. You have a great yeah. one. And as always, Tim. May the force be with you. And an extra but- force for you. Just not with Rebel Moon. Fuck that movie.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.